Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about title exceptions. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the 200 hour special. Still going on. It's Wednesday. It's been probably halfway through now. I don't know the exact amount of hours, but you've got until Saturday, the 11th, I believe, is the actual date at four o'clock. That's 200 hours. That's four, four central, o'clock central time. Yeah. Central time. PM or AM? PM. 4 PM central on Saturday, the 11th. The 200 hours is over. And you missed out on the killer deal. So get out there, check it out. Casualfridaysrei.com forward slash training. And let's get started. Are you seeing more of your neighbors now with everything going on and just people out doing walks and stuff? Yeah, tons. Yeah, I am too. That's good. I mean, there's going to be some people in some pretty good shape after they get out of this quarantine because they're tired of watching. They've watched everything on Netflix and they've watched like every movie they can find on Amazon Prime. They went through their old movies and now they're just like, guess I'll go on a hike. Yeah, I I think yours is... Probably, I know mean, your desk is a little taller than mine. So yeah. I don't, can you see directly out your window? I can see my eyes go right atop it. So they can't mm. see my face looking at them, but mm. I can see them like a creep. <laughs> like I have a long window and my desk's low. So I can see everything that goes outside my front yard. And uh, yeah, I see all sorts of people out. And I've even been, Bear and I've been going on walks two, three times a day just to get out because yeah. I've, re- I've watched everything on on demand and Netflix. I've, I've, I've watched even the crappy movies I swore I would never watch. I've, I've watched them like I, what I just watched? Oh, the newest Charlie's Angel movie. What a piece of trash that was. I've, I've never seen it. I did. I paid for it. It was on demand and I was oh. man, that was, do not watch it. That was horrible. I finished uh, Joe Exotic last night. Oh, old Joe. I hope he's still alive at this point. Corona got Joe. Yeah, he's he's locked in here. I was expecting you this week to come in. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is Adam's Baskins no, here. No, no. <laughs> Big Cat Rescue. Carol fucking Baskins. Yeah. Like, forget about her, okay? I'm not, you're never going to hear me saying that. Oh, man. Although, I, so David Spade, the comedian, he has a night talk show. Mm-hmm. He's been interviewing every person from that documentary okay lately and he interviewed the uh producer the other day okay i can't remember the producer's name but the old guy who yeah. wore the the wore, indiana jones hat yeah 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 and he that guy was simply essentially saying he can't believe everyone everyone's in love with joe because they don't really know how bad of a person he really was because all his tapes got burnt up but he just has like he said in that footage was just video of joe just like shooting horses in the face and feeding the horses to his lions and one horse in particular this woman brought it to him uh-huh and was like, this is my my horse, my baby, whatever. Um, he's sick. I can't keep him anymore. Will you please take him? Give him a place to run. Joe's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll take care of him. The woman leaves. And within five minutes, Joe shoots the horse in the face. Whoa. <laughs> that is not what I thought. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I don't. I don't know what to believe. I guess we can't. That that guy can say all he wants. We don't. He doesn't have his video to. Do you show think they anybody. paid him anything? Do you think he made any money off this? Like mm. a little bit just for being there? I don't. You don't? I don't know because the per- he was the producer director. He was the one responsible for. I guess he owned all of Joe Exotic TV though too, so he probably had. No, to he get- didn't own Joe Exotic TV. He just produced it. I thought he got. He said in the contract that he did when he got the uh, when he took over that he's like because you remember he said I own oh, yeah. you. So I wonder if he got some payment off some of that. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, I saw John Finley got some new teeth. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Jessica didn't believe me that was him. Yeah, so. I, he was on the interview with uh, 
David Spade. You could see David Spade was trying to crack a couple jokes, but Finley didn't. He he didn't react like David Spade thought he would. Yeah, I guess he he wasn't as uh, easy going. I guess now because he's engaged to a woman to be married to a wife, uh-huh. I, he probably looks back on that part of his life as like a giant mistake. He don't want everyone to know he was married he, uh, and to two men basically. Yeah, but he got what he wanted. He got a couple trucks, <laughs> sweet tattoos, and a pink camo gun. Yeah, and Jeff Lowe was interviewed. So they've interviewed Jeff Lowe. Did he got any tr- any trouble since that? Like it looked like he was like they were still watching him for something. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't trust old Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Did they open the? Jessica wanted to know if they opened the zoo. The Thackerville. Yeah. She was wanting to Google it. We never Googled it last night before we went to bed. Though. On the interview, he said he's still running the GW Zoo. Okay. And um, so I guess they haven't moved when the other guy moved out, left him. Uh, yeah. Tim, I don't know. whatever his name was. That like crazy guy with the monkey. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Some say you can't do it, something with your monkey on your back, so you put it on the front and get her done. Yeah. They uh, Davis Spade interviewed Saf. I really liked her. I thought I think it's a woman. I was looking at a bunch of comments, and even I saw a a lot of um, posts of they called Saf a man, and so obviously she was a female. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Is she not? I think so. I don't know. No one, no one has said. I, I so I don't really know. I say sure looks like female to me. I thought her name was like Jessica Saf. Oh, I don't know her real name. Okay, yeah, I thought her full name was like. We talk about a worker commitment. Got yeah. her arm bitten off and was back at work in seven <laughs> days. That's what I'm looking for when I'm hiring here shortly. As I go to this talent pool, but you know, until then. I get yeah. to look at all my title exceptions on my own, and I ran across a weird one this week. Like everybody knows that I, I I'm a big proponent of using title. I, like I have self closed. I've done tons of deal self closing, and I'm not opposed to it. But there's a reason I like using title because they give you kind of a second set of eyes on some stuff that you may overlook or your your VAT may overlook. And I got this one back. We we had bought a deal in Nevada, and it was 600 acres. It was 60 bu- 60 bucks an acre is what the price was. And I looked at the original deed. The person that I was buying it from bought it from another company who was like any one of us that are listening to this who bought it from another company that was like this. That owner financed it to them, and then they, I guess, did a a wrap mortgage and then sold it to her, and she paid cash for it. And so I think she paid like $125,000 or $130,000 on it. Well, she had passed away, and so it got moved to uh, another person, and I was buying it from – I was trying to buy it from the family originally, but she had passed away as soon as my letter came. So it was just weird timing. And running this through all the title, well, when I got the title work back, the title commitment back, it comes back with 31 exceptions. An exception is something that they are got it clear or they're not covering it on the the final title policy. And so 31 of those. It's a lot. Yeah. I've never seen 31 in my entire real estate career. Yeah. You know, whatever that spans, 15 years now, I guess. I've never seen 31. I don't know if I've seen more than five or seven. Yeah. Typically I see between like five and nine. And a lot of the times it's stuff like, Hey, the mineral rights, we didn't check the mineral rights or water rights, depending on where you're at. Hey, the easements that are there, any unplatted easements we don't know about. So those are like the generic ones, right? And this person must sign a, a deed, a warranty deed from their name to whatever our company, and they have to pay any back taxes. Those are like the typical things. This one went into Deeds they were not going to cover from 1929, 1931. They had a bunch of different mineral rights. There was a bunch of different platted stuff, assumption of use stuff by other people. And it was just really, it was just, it was a wild, wild amount of exceptions in there. So, you know, the part of this, this episode, like we do, we talk about our journeys and having y'all involved in it and, and understanding from what we said, this is one of those things that you look through and you say, okay, is the risk worth the reward? I mean, they essentially said they are not covering any deed transaction that has happened over the last hundred years on this piece of property. Yeah. Well, first of all, 
it's so odd that I question it. Like, what is the real motive here? Because yeah. they, to me, it just sounds like they don't want to cover it. They just don't want to oh, handle so, this deal. Yeah. So anything that's ever been done on this deal or this piece of property, we're not covering. Yeah. But we'll give you a title insurance. So what are you, what are you covering? Yeah. So I immediately, when you told me all this, just wonder what the real motive is here because you and I have never seen this and there's a lot of things going on. So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> regardless, if there is any motive, it still brings up this whole thing of what are you really covering? Because yeah. I can't think of anything that are covering. Yeah. Like public access that comes off a highway that goes to it and they're not covering access. You know, it's like so many things like that. You're just like, did they just make a blanket? We're not, we're taking exception of everything that has to do with this property. And if you want to buy the policy for, you know, 350 or 400 bucks, you can. I feel like when they do something this big, they should give you a list of what they are covering. Is that in there? <laughs> There's not. Yeah. It just says, hey, anything that's not here uh, that you can't clear this, we won't cover. And then anything else outside of that, we're not covering. Because I feel they could have saved a whole bunch of paper and time by just telling you what they are covering. Because that's a big, when you showed up with that, I didn't yeah. know what it was. It's and like, if you're looking at our YouTube uh, channel, you can see I have papers in front of me and I'll hold it up so you can see it real quick. But then you also see Adam on the intro today, forget huh. what he, how he opens it up. But, you know, you have multiple pages. This is a stack. This is just the title commitment report, you know, and this is things dating back from the 20s of 1920s till now. And... It's crazy to me to see something like that. And as you go through this and you start seeing this, you get the normal ebb and flow of what this stuff looks like. So when you see something like this, it really sticks out to you and what, what you're supposed to do or what you should do. So the question is, do you pass or do you take the deal? It's a, buying it for like $36,000, $38,000, and it's worth $150,000. Yeah. First thing that stands out to me is it's going to be someone spends $150,000 is going to want clean title. To me, that's not clean title. No, absolutely not. They're, like, they're saying they got it cleaned, but you have so many exceptions in there. I don't feel that's clean title. No. So that, for me, that's a giant red flag. I would take a, I would probably step away from, that's yeah. just my gut reaction right now. Just put me on the spot and yeah. ask that my gut reaction would be like, just step away, you know? Yeah. Maybe if I put some thought into it, really dug into it, I don't know. But, but yeah, I mean, how are you, how are you going to convince someone to spend 150000 when they get a title report back that has 31 exceptions on it? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we had it insured too, so it's okay. You just got to say, yeah, sure. It's okay with all these exceptions. I don't know, man. I was w walking through it with Beth and we're looking at it. She's like, I was like, hey, take a look at this. And she goes, I've never seen this many. And I said, yeah, either way. And then I actually sent it to another friend of mine, uh, Joe of North Carolina. He looked at it. He goes, Jesus, what are they covering on that? And I said, I don't know. And it's a, it's crazy to see that that something like that pops out. Yeah. Well, what's your gut reaction? Uh, take the loss on the drone pilot for checking it out mm. in the title report. And now I'm out 350 bucks and I don't have the risk there on it. That's a small price. That's I'd a, rather be out three fifty than thirty eight thirty eight thousand dollars yeah. on six hundred acres in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's thirty eight thousand for six hundred acres is that's a hell awesome. of a deal. Yeah, it's but. like it's like some of the deals that we have been seeing. You know, we've we you know recent conversations with people telling us that you know prices they're getting stuff back at you know is a third of what we thought, and that's just you know it goes to say that you know you can be as aggressive as you want on pricing. Just understand it. You may not get as many back, but like I was telling, talking to somebody, we he had told me some pricing that he got, and I was like, geez, if he did one for every three that I got back, I, I would have to do three to catch up to him on profit if we got the same market value on it. Yeah, that's why this uh, land business never ceases to amaze, right? It's because I already thought we were buying cheap. We've bought in the same area as this person you were talking mm -hmm. to, right? I already thought we were buying cheap, and he comes in and buys a third of what I was paying, which was already a third of market. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're buying a third of what I'm paying. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's, it, hats off to the man. Yeah. Hats off to the man. That's awesome. Yeah. And, the, you know, he's not the only person, right? We see our other people doing that kind of stuff, too. It just, and some people actually pay more than a, a yeah. third, right? And they're still making money. Yep. So it's good business all around. Liking it. Liking it. Okay. So 
the uh, consensus here is to pass when it gets that when it gets that messy pass yeah. on it because you have no you really have no protection so you're you're not doing it and i and i get that's where some land investors are like oh yeah you don't need to worry about it. just self close it and do it yourself don't worry about the title insurance well that just tells me there's that many there's that much risk out there in this deal and that's what makes me nervous and that's what made me nervous from day 1 jumping into this business yeah i don't think i'd ever have the guts to self close a 36 thousand dollar deal what's the biggest one you've ever self closed i'm just curious i um, with no, when I'm, when I say self close, I mean on a buy side with no title insurance or report on the back end. Because I've done fifty thousand dollar deals where I've self closed on the back end, but I did a title report and had title insurance on the front side. Yeah, on the front side, I'm gonna say nine or ten. Okay, I've done eighteen mm. on the front side, and that was it was. But we bought with special warranty deed from the guy. I sold with a quick claim deed, and I had abstract title for a long time, or I had I built book of deeds for a long time. But that was well, we almost did. I mean, we that one fell apart on us the other day. That was a how much did we pay for that one? Paid twelve or ten. So that would have been the biggest one. Okay, but that wasn't the one I was thinking about. I feel like I have a couple of years ago. I feel like I had a nine thousand. I just, I can't, just, a, that's just a feeling I have. I, I don't have yeah. the property in mind, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah, you know, you know what we would do. Hopefully, you'll do the same. Keep yourself out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And because you're so thankful that we gave you that knowledge, you should go to Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. We love you. See you Friday. See you guys.